Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking about the come up all year. Now we're talking about get your money up. All right? For first-time visitors, we're talking about that. This is not the corny, ah, get rich thing. That's corny. It's not spiritual. It's not godly. God did not put you down here to make money. Matter of fact, go to the second slide quickly. God did not put you on this earth just to make money. Look, so here's Jesus kicking people all out the temple because they selling merchandise inside the church. Right? He said when he began to drive them out, da 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 they were selling doves, and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. The only time Jesus expressed anger, expressed anger, was not even when they was arresting him. And when Peter chopped the ear off, he, didn't, he, didn't, he only expressed anger when they misused money in the church. Okay? Because money is another God and you still need money to function in the earth, but don't make that God the God of my house. Okay? So God got upset when we used the temple as a marketplace. As a moneymaker, when you lose, use the temple as a moneymaker, God hates that. I mean, I can see that he's, he gets angry at it. If he doesn't hate it, he'll flip a table over it. We know that. Do not use the temple as a moneymaker. Okay, pastor. No, you are the temple of God. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, don't see yourself as a money, as a money, I'm here to make money. No, don't use the temple for that. Oh, y'all quiet early. Don't do that. You see people walking, oh, they look like money. No, we need to look like Jesus. And that's not even being religious, but you know how we want to just look like money because you want to use your temple as a marketplace. It's not a place to parade money. And I know I like nice things too. It's cool. But to do it for that, he'll flip a table. You're not here to make money. I just brought that scripture up to say that. I didn't make you and give you all this purpose to go after money. That's using my temple for a marketplace. God will not use his temple to make money. He's not putting you in earth to make money. This world said, we ain't about to follow God. So let's create something to follow. Nebuchadnezzar did the same thing. Let's put an idol up. Hebrew boys bow to that. Let's create something and make everybody serve it. Because we ain't about to serve God. I don't love him like that, says the world. And I don't mean people, I mean the spirit of the culture. We do things our we got it. We do it our way. We govern our own money. We govern our taxes. We govern hospitals. We govern jails. We do all that without God. So we're going to serve money. Let's use what he created, trees, to make paper bills. Use his metals, use his stuff to make coins. Just use every element he gave us and create another God. <gasps> Moses was taking too long on the mountain. Aaron, can you make us another God? And those are the, those are the people of God. I can't, I've been waiting on God to answer this prayer for 40 days. So they was waiting on Moses for like 40 days, I think. And Moses had not come back down off the mountain. So these are the people of God. They done came through the red. Yo, they came through the red sea. Like they walked through it like this. 
it was water and whales over here, seals and sea lions over here. I don't know, but all this stuff is going on. And they walking through it like, and it's like millions, it's like a lot of them. So it's taking, you don't, and that was the last thing God did. You done saw all the plagues, frogs, lice, darkness, blood. Are y'all with me? You done saw all that and can't wait 40 days. So God done bless all of us in here. If you've been blessed, clap your hand once. Thank you. Y'all did it twice. He must have been that good. He's good. Fine. God blessed you. You've seen his blessings. It wasn't a Red Sea thing probably, but it's the same power. Right? Has he brought you out of bondage? That's coming out of Egypt. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So now you're waiting on something from God. You're waiting on a response. When you don't get a response in your time frame, we look for other gods. And not only do we look, because if they ain't there, we create them. So now social media is the God of our attention. Quiet, okay. Now your relationship and your boo, you... That's all you do. As soon as you get a con, as soon as you get off work, boom, what you doing, buddy? Pick me up. Boom, what you doing, boo? I'm coming over. Boom. That's your focus now because you create, I have to get another God. Yeah. I need a God I can see and touch because this other God is this woof. You're either going to believe him or you're not. You're either going to believe him, on him, in him or not. So they made another God out of what? Gold and jewelry that they were wearing. You were just slaves. Now you're wearing your increase. You don't get the luxury. You don't get to have the luxury of your slave masters. They own property. So now you're walking around with their adornments for your pride's sake. So they took their earrings off, the Bible says, and their golden jewelry off. Aaron melts all of it and makes a golden calf. I don't know how long this takes. But I'm like, ain't somebody in the process like, yo! Like, remember all them dead firstborn children? Chill. Nobody said that? Not like, nobody had sense to be like, yo, don't, don't. Moses came down. He, oh, God, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Moses came down off the mountain. Joshua said, Whoa, Moses, I hear the sound, I hear a sound coming out the camp. They're up here celebrating this, oh God, golden calf that they made out of their increase. Do not ever take God's increase to celebrate yourself, to celebrate what you made out of it. Don't take God's increase and provision to celebrate what you can make out of it. Whatever you make out of God's provision, worship him. First of all, don't make another God. That's number one. But whatever you do with his increase, honor him. Anyway, Moses is like, that's not the sound of, that's not the sound of victory. I, that's, that, that's the sound. Oh, God, that's a strange sound. Moses knew, like, uh-uh, that's not celebration. That's something different. Came down there, saw them worship. Hey, what y'all doing? He broke the commandments. Three tablets. Blah. There's three at first. Blah! What y'all do? You know, Moses had an attitude problem. I don't know if it's an attitude problem or people don't listen. Like, what y'all doing? I said I'm coming back. Oh, we, we, no. We, we. I, 
Moses is like, what? Oh. Destroyed the calf, grinded it to dust, put it in a drink and made them drink it. <laughs> I was like, yo, they drank gold dust. That means it came out in waste. The thing... The God you chose to put before the living God came out in your waist because that's what it truly is. You couldn't tell, you couldn't tell the dust from the calf from your own manure because that's how he sees it. Now it's 8.55, I got five minutes. Says, I love y'all. Uh-huh. Y'all old school church. Go ahead. I love it, y'all. We do that again. The Bible says. Ah, now I don't know what to say because I like that y'all respond. Ah, I don't know what it says, but that sounded good. <laughs> My grandma was a pastor of the church, right? My grandma was a pastor first. She will always. I said this before to y'all. I'm just gonna say it again because I feel good tonight. She will always say like, so the Bible. She would assume we knew what she was talking about. Now you can't just do, you can't just do that. Because the Bible says what? Come on, the Bible says what, Grandma? So I'm intellectual, so I'm like, in the beginning. Because <laughs> I'm going to think she got to be talking about the top. Because you ain't just going to come out the blue like that. We'd be like, the just shall live by faith. No. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Well, why don't you tell us the context? <laughs> I just shut up after a while on Sundays. Like, y'all answer, because I ain't by. Because there's only like 10 of us in the church, so if, even if you whisper, they'd be like. Go ahead, Ty Ty says. Go ahead, Ty, say it. No, I was, I was thinking. It's so quiet in there. Okay, anyway. 8.57, three minutes. How can I? So, the Bible says, first chapter, the first scripture, the Lord, the Lord, the first one, the Lord is my shepherd. Ooh. To feed, to guide, and to shield. Provision, direction, protection. You see that? That's what shepherd means. That's if the Lord is your shepherd. That means he provides, he guides, and he protects. Ain't that good? And if I got those three, I shall. If he provides for me, protects me, and guides me, whoa. I mean, I'm glad you're in my life, but all my needs are, are, are supplied. Even though, you know, you know, he said it's not good that man be alone, so he, but he'll still guide you to the right relationships. So please don't act like you're the be-all, end-all of my life. I got protection, provision, and guidance. Somebody say, I'm good, I'm good. I shall not want. So when I'm talking about finances, I wanted to say this, y'all. 
like, yo, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my God. The Lord is my head. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my source. If God is your source, your testimony is, I don't want for anything. Mm, If that be true. Unless you're saying God is insufficient. Either one or the other. Okay, I shouldn't have said that, but it's true. Want in this scripture means to lack. I shall not lack. Want means to be without. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be without. Somebody say, I shall not be without. Water, electricity, finances. I I shall not be without companionship, friendship, finances. I shall not be without. This is a good praise spot right here, man. He's my shepherd, so he's not going to put all of these needs in other people. Because people are too fickle. Never mind. Aren't you glad it's all in him? Because your friends and your associates and even some family members are still trying to figure out how they feel about you. God has already made up his mind that he loves you. (laughs) So I'm going to praise, love, and serve and live for the one that already made up his mind about me. And nothing can separate me from his love. It means to lack. So I shall not lack. I shall not be without. It means, want means to decrease. Now, I'm not talking about humility. I decrease so he can increase. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean to lose momentum. You started well and you just ran out of steam. You you understand what I'm saying? To decrease in in, uh, in potency, in power, in effectiveness. You know what I mean? You used to be, but now it's kind of like, if the Lord is your shepherd, you are always fresh. You're always current. You're always right now. You're always relevant. You're always necessary. Woo! Tell your neighbor, my presence is necessary. You better be glad you're sitting by me. Do you know how necessary I am? I'm so necessary that God put a man and a woman together just to bring me up in this place. God, you, I'm necessary. I'm here for a reason. Millions of other sperm passed, but I made it up. It's a reason why I'm here. I am necessary. I'm not random. I'm necessary. Say it again. I'm here for a reason. And even though if I don't know completely what the reason is, it doesn't mean that I don't understand that I am. That makes sense? Kind of. All right. I shall not decrease. It means to have need, of course. The last one is to have need. God has to deal with this area of money because debt and lack of resources are one of the greatest discouragers. And triggers of depression. So I got to talk about and handle money with my children because their heart will be troubled if it's not flowing right in that earth. So in this earth realm, money is a God here. The Bible says money answers all things, but wisdom is even above that. But it says money answers all things here in this realm. So God has to work out this money area in our lives so that we won't easily be discouraged. We was, we was looking at, uh, uh, through some of our research, and uh, uh, there were like demons being cast. It was over in Africa or so. We were just looking, doing just a little research. And 
these demons were being cast out of this woman or man. I forgot which one. And it was like, and I go and I, and I, and I, I disrupt families. I break up families and I do this and I do this and I make people sick. And, I do and he was like, how did you do this? Where did you get the wall? How do you do this? He said, I mess with their money. So lack of money is not a problem, but how we view it opens portals and gives, we, we make way and access for spirits we wouldn't even entertain had we been secure and trusted them. So God has to deal with this area of money because you have a dominion mandate. You were called and created to have dominion. So I got to talk about money because you have a mandate of dominion over your life. You are not called to be the borrower. I didn't create you to borrow. I created you to have dominion, to own. Let me, let me get y'all out of here. Okay, this is so much I want to say. And you got destiny to fulfill. Uh, let me just move it quickly. <sighs> y'all, come back Sunday, y'all, please. Okay, for the, for, the, for the love of money, really quick, the love of money is the root of all evil, and some are eager for money. They wander from the faith, and they pierce themselves, pierce themselves, pierce themselves with many griefs, okay? Money, uh, the love of money, you pierce yourself. That's why God got to deal with it. Yes, you err from the faith, but you pierce yourself. You're hurting yourself. Jesus was pierced in his side, pierced in his Would you hang yourself on the cross? No, but figuratively, we're doing that by loving money. You do nothing but hurt yourself because if you give $7 billion a day, it's still a spot there that's going to be void. It's designed to be limited. It's designed not to fulfill you. God will never place anything in existence besides him that fulfills you. So never choose your craving over your calling. Never choose your craving. Don't go after money because you crave it so much, but you got a calling that surpasses money. You have a calling that money has to respond to. Oh, that was. Did y'all hear that? You got a purpose that money has to respond to. Are you hearing me? It's kind of like if somebody's so loud, if I'd be like, ah, you'd be like, ah. You have to respond to how loud I am. Your purpose is so loud. Money has to. <laughs> Money has to respond. Y'all ain't got purpose. That's why you're quiet. Yeah. If you got vision and purpose and a destiny, money is attracted to it. It's drawn to it. It responds to it. Amen. So we got it backwards. We're responding to money as future holders. So we hold futures. Money don't hold future. We hold future and we chase money. We got future and money needs us. Somebody say money needs me. Man, I wish I could talk about this. Um, I don't know if I have time to do the... the I'll, I'll do the... <laughs> I'll do the videos Sunday. <laughs> well, y'all like, I gotta work Sunday. We'll come Sunday. Come Sunday. Y'all mad because all y'all go to different churches. That's your problem. I'm just playing. It's not your problem. I'm glad you go to another church but visit here on Wednesday nights. God bless you. Everyone here tonight, just clap your hands. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much.
So thank y'all for coming tonight. I appreciate it. I'll do one. Check this out, y'all. Uh, you can dim the lights. Let's do the first one. <laughs> it's all right. Go to your church. Go to your church. When you get right. out of bed, you get mad. People change their lives when they finally say, I've had it. I'm not living like this anymore. You can wander into debt, darling. You cannot wander out. You have to get pissed off about your status quo. I make too much to be this freaking broke. And you list your debts, smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rate. You pay minimum payments on everything but the little one, and you attack the little one with a vengeance. Because personal finance is 80% behavior. It's only 20% head knowledge. You already know what to do, but you need to see the traction of winning. That's why the debt snowball works. You pay off that little one, you're like, yeah. You pay off the next one, you're like, uh-huh. You pay off the next one, you're like, yeah. But the time you pay off the car, you're standing in the middle of the street screaming, I'm debt-free! You no longer are trying to impress others. You're trying to change your family tree and live a life of dignity. This is why we use the debt snowball. That's yeah. why it's worked. It's why 5 million people have now gone through Financial Peace that's University. Good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's cool. I'm sorry. Wasn't that crazy? So I wanted to break down all his points that he said. I'm not going to do that tonight. But we'll, we'll slow it down so I didn't do it. That, his name is Dave Ramsey. If you get a chance, go on Twitter. Wherever he is, Dave Ramsey. Follow him. Incredible. The next scripture, he who cultivates his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless people and frivolous pursuits will have plenty of poverty. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. My wife calls it la-la land. It's the same scripture in three different ways. Work your garden. You'll end up with plenty of food. Play and party, though, you'll end up with an empty plate. Tell your neighbor, playtime is over. Some of us do not have the leisure and luxury to party right now. You think it's play and party time until your next season comes and nothing is on your plate. Now, I mean nothing on your plate like literal food or responsibilities. You know how people say, I got a lot on my plate? Yeah. You play and party so much, you have no responsibilities and no, no food. You're just in poverty. Because you're mistaking work time for party time. There's a saying out there that says work hard, play hard. Some places say play harder. We're, 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 we skip to the New Testament. We, we like on the play hard part. <laughs> because of some of the, You got to be careful when you hang with people who's in another season than you. I, I don't know how much I need to talk about it. I don't know how much I should. If you're around me and I wear a different pair of shoes every day, which I don't. If I wear a different pair of shoes every day, you shouldn't be inspired by that only. So now you just walk around with new, you're living in my season, in your season. And don't be so shallow that that's all you're attracted to. It's so much more to me than this stupid Jack. Excuse me, I love Liv. I love you, Liv, Jesus and God and everybody. It's so much more to me, than, and I'm not saying you like the jacket. I'm just saying. 
There are people like that that we follow for the frivolous. And we pattern our lifestyle, not goals, our lifestyle right now. We're on someone else's season. Wondering why it's not working for us like it's working for them. You're not the same person. Different fingerprints, different levels, different history, different past, different present, different future. Be careful when you chill with people in other seasons. Be inspired, be encouraged, but don't, don't be cherry picking. Yeah, there you go. Instead of cherry planting, don't be so enamored that you leave your season too early. Because all you're going to do is be so upset that you, you jumped in their world like, ha! Yeah, 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 that ain't your world. Text me, ask me questions. How'd you start? How do you invest? What are you saving? Are you ask that? Instead of just assuming, oh, he's just fly. I'm gonna be fly, or whatever it is. I don't know, y'all. They got a nice car. I want a nice car, or whatever it is. You jump seasons and you disrupt your present. Cultivate his land. You'll have plenty. Follow worthless and frivolous pursuits. You have plenty of poverty. Hard worker has plenty of food, but if you chase fantasies and dreams, hey, listen, man. Joseph had a dream from God. I'm gonna do those two steps again. Because we all got dreams. Joseph had a dream. If your dream is from him, drop everything and, and, and do what he says. If it's your dream, slow walk that joint. I'm not saying it ain't going to come to pass, but it might not come to pass this season. And that's all you're focusing on is your dream this season. And God is like, yo, that's so third and fourth or fifth and sixth right now. None of what you're going to do is going to work until you do first things first. Slow walk your dreams. Pursue hard his. I mean, this is where all the disappointments come in financially and, and when th stuff don't work out and you think you're the hottest, not you think you're the hottest, you, you have something good, a good product to present. I got to go. It's 9.13. You have a good product, whether it's a, whether it's a new soda or whether it's singing or management, well, I don't know. You're your broker, your teacher. Uh, I try to get out of entertainment and be more, you know, marketplace-y. So you got to preach to yourself on this because I don't know what everybody do. I've been in entertainment for 21 years, so you got to help me, all right? Because I'm going to be like, you can be the sound man or the light. I'm going to do all the stuff in entertainment. <laughs> you can be the casting director. You could be, you're like, I'm not doing none of that, Pastor. I'm trying to open up another, you know, Donut Queen or something like that. I don't know. Y'all don't got that here. That's Camden, huh? They ain't got Donut Queen. Remember Donut Queen? They don't got that up here. They don't know about no Donut Queen. They think Krispy Kreme is the top. But they don't know about donut. Look at <laughs> travel one day in your life. You need to travel. <laughs> Yo, slow walk your dream and 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 acknowledge him in all your ways. Let him direct every step to your dream, so you won't be frustrated with God and your dream. Because you might need that dream nine seasons from now. 
So you don't need to be so frustrated that you'll never revisit it. But you only get that frustrated when you try to put a later season in the now season. You feel me? I've been there. I've been there. I'm thinking, this is, I'm about to do this now. And I get in there, and it's the most jacked up thing. It's not orderly. It don't work right. The sound is off. The, never mind. Let's try it next year. That's why I come in to live like, hey, we know what we are, and we know what we not. We don't have jail ministry yet. If that's coming in 2022, that's 2022. We know what we're not. I, don't, I ain't going to that church. They ain't got, all right, we'll see you when we get it. You ain't going to force me to be out of season. You feel what I'm saying? No. We have new church. We need children's ministry. We need, oh, we got children's ministry. But we don't, hey, it's coming. And if not, thank you for coming. We be all right. God bless you. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, work your garden. Work your garden. Work your garden. The Bible says be fruitful, then multiply. We try to multiply before we're fruitful. You got a nice little voice at home, so you're putting out an album. That's the shower. That's the shower. You need to perform for whoever's in the shower. One of the guys in my choir back in the day, I, it's, I, I gotta go. Sunday's gonna be so good. Come back, y'all. Well, right now it's good. But anyway, there's a guy in my choir who wanted to make t-shirts for us. It's like all these KU, KU, because we had Kingdom University back in the day. So all these KU shirts, KU, 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 all right, so cool. Right, so LU is the fulfillment. Because I thought it was that season. So anyway, let me get y'all home. He wanted to make all these KU shirts and all that stuff. I was like, cool, cool, let's do it. He talked to my pastor. My pastor said, okay, cool. Are you selling them at your church right now? Oh, no, no. But I just want to make them so when we go out, and I want to put them in Hot Topic. I want to put them in Gap. I want to put them in. So could you help me do He was like, okay, sell them out your trunk. Your church, your, how your local church don't know nothing about what you're trying to do. Get a base. Get some I know it makes sense to everybody now. Y'all like cool, but I'm saying it was a revelation to me. He said, "Be fruitful, then multiply." I was like, "Yo, you trying to have your shirt in every store at the Florida Mall, but it ain't on nobody in your family. <laughs> your whole family should be pulling up every week. Let's go to live. Come on, with your shirt on. Every week they just all come on. They all got your shirt. Huh, can we see where we sitting? Where we sit, every the whole family just got your shirt on. It just says Turbo Boost in the back. That you just you just pushing Turbo Boost, Turbo Boost. Everybody in your family should have Turbo Boost shirts, cause that's your business, your car wash. But you want everybody in the church to wear it? No. Be fruitful, and then. Multiply. That makes money easy to come when you know you got a system that works. And don't blame the church. See, the church can be. You think the church is vulnerable and we love everybody. Can I do? Can I do? No. We love you though. God bless you. Come back Sunday, but no. We're not going to be that soft. Oh, we'll just do it here. Just do it. No. 
Try it, prove it, start it, be fruitful, and we'll consider it. If you're about to try something new at the movies or something and your friend had it, you're like, what does this taste like? You want to know what it's like before you try it. That's called fruitful. Get a good word out about your product. Get a good buzz out about it. So everybody will be like, what that tastes like? Oh, that album is crazy. Oh, that business is crazy. Who do men say that I am? That's one of her favorite scriptures. All right, this is a business lesson, so people don't really like this because everybody's not in business. Be fruitful. Adam had to keep the garden. How do you keep things up? I'm closing on this. How do you keep things up? How do you manage things? You have a mind, body, soul, relationships, family, friends. You got a bedroom. Everybody at least got that. Now, then say car and house, that's, that's different. But everybody, how are you keeping what you got? Mind, body, soul, emotions, relationships, brother, sister, father, aunt, whoever you live with, friends, and then your personal space, room, bathroom, closet, I don't know, your, your, your drawer in the house, I don't know. Something is yours because God's going to give you something to manage to see what you can handle. He always gives you something to manage to see what... Man, I got to, man. So I send heartbreak to see how you manage your emotions. I delay promises to see how you manage trust and faith. Praise him, bro. Biblically speaking. We are not ready for the next day or level until the day we're in is good. Okay. Biblically speaking, you're not ready for what's next until where you are is good. God created the first day and he ain't stopped working on it until he said it's good. When you can declare where you are good, you're eligible for day two. It got quiet. You want the next day, but it ain't, it ain't good where you are. And I don't mean everything is going your way, but I know how to manage it. I'm mature. I, I see. I got wisdom. I see. I know it's a devil in this job, but I see. Right, I'm aware. It's good. How are you ready for what's next? And you ain't cleared this level. It's not good yet. I'm not gonna do this if defeat is on that level. Once you get victory and it's good, okay. You qualify for the next level. You're not qualified for what's next unless your mind is good. Unless your heart is good, your relationships are good, your, your, your space is good, then you're ready for day two. Then you get in day two and you, now you're engaged and you're married, boom, you do that, then you're ready for a child. Should be like this, but we mess up the whole, then you're ready for, then you're ready for a business, then you're ready when it's good. God, the infinite, all everything-ism did not move to the next level until the level he was on. What's good? Why? Why? To show you and I process. And to show you the type of process he honors. I honor the process. I got it. Uh, what day are you in? What day are you in? What day? Desire, again, does not equal prepared. 
Just because you want it don't, think, don't mean you're ready for it. Desire does not equal prepared. We think just because we want it, we're ready for it. Well, you start getting hormones at nine. So are you ready to have a family? Or start practicing on a family? No. You got some more growing to do even though you got the desire now. And God gives you premature rabbit ears for those that's listening by podcast. He gives us premature desires to have something to grow to. So he gives you a desire beyond you so you can grow. All right, I got to go. So you can live up to it. Go to, uh, 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 uh. Go to the scripture before the last one and I'm closing. So y'all, y'all know where I'm going Sunday. Therefore, I, Paul, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation where you were called. So God prematurely gives us desire so we can live up to it. He also gives you a calling that's above you and beyond you. For gifts and callings are without repentance. They exist without repentance. You can have a gift without repenting or being saved. Not just a gift, you can have a calling. The Bible says gifts and, I know it's tough, I don't like saying it all the time, but it's the Bible. Gifts and callings exist without repentance. You can have a straight up sinner prophesying. That's why you can't be moved by everybody that says something sweet in church. It can be the anti-crystal anointing. <laughs> I'm sorry. So in my closing, my last closing, y'all, I'm giving you a calling, a future, an anointing. Uh, it's your responsibility to walk worthy of it, to live up to it. Oh, so with all financial, the come up, the financial come up is coming to your life. That's what you're called to. You're called to better financial living. Live up to it. The calling is already there. You can already sing. I'm sorry, go back to entertainment. You can already arrange and organize. You can already administrate. You can already, I don't know what you can do. You can already paint. You already have the calling. But I need you to walk worthy of it. I gave you the calling by grace. But it'll beseech, it'll behoove you to walk worthy of it. Because I don't bless the gift. I bless you. I blessed you with the gift. But I don't, I don't, I'm not blessing the gift. I'm blessing you. Your gift makes room for your gift. Your gift makes room for you. So by the time your gift gets you in the doors, I need you to be walking worthy. The gift. So it gives you a gift. You can play so I can shut up. He gives you a gift that's beyond you. And he, I want you to um, invite, invite people to Christ when I get done. Yep. He gives you a gift, a calling, a vision that's beyond you. I'm not even worthy of that, God. I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to have a family. And I'm not worthy. Yeah, he always gives you something beyond you to give you something to live up to. But he's not going to wait till you live up to it to reward you with it. He's so gracious and secure 
that I'll bless you with the calling. I'll bless you with the gift first. But don't hide under your gift. Because your gift makes room for you. Who are you? What are you? I know this is ending kind of weird because I didn't get a chance to flow through the whole sermon. Y'all was shouting the whole first half. It's 927. I'm so sorry for getting out this late, y'all. I, I, I want to invite you tonight. Well, no, she's going to do that. I want you to do that. We are many members. We are one body here. You're going to see a lot of random things just like I just did. Because when we come together to fellowship as a church, it's not about one person. It's about Jesus, and that's it. Amen. I'll just leave you with this. I encourage you all to live off less. We talked about minimalism a few months ago. Thank God one person heard that sermon. You're welcome back to come anytime. I'm going to take you somewhere. The Lord is going to give us some information, uh, Revelation Impartation Sunday that's going to really shift. It should shift or further encourage wise financial living. And we are all going to be catapulted into a level of financial health. And you have, you have the choice to remain there or not. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.